Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety, take their power back, and learn how to create a truly beautiful life. Each week, I'm speaking with amazing individuals who are experts in the field of entrepreneurship, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, sex, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a mom, a blogger, and a certified health coach. I'm obsessed with personal growth and change, and I've helped women all around the world regain alignment with what they truly value in life and remove the blocks preventing them from living their life to the fullest. If you're ready to stop living a half-life and move fully into your power, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. My guest today is Jessica Chilton. She's an expressive arts therapist, a business coach, and a speaker. And I was so excited to have her on the show because her work is rooted in moving her clients, most of whom are entrepreneurs, out of a feeling of fear and into one of love. So if you are someone who has always thought about having a business, or maybe you have a business right now, but it's not exactly working, this is an episode you don't want to miss. She talks about how finding your purpose and aligning with that really opens the door to doing whatever you want to do and also removing any kind of guilt or shame around things that you feel like you're not doing well enough or that you are not well enough. So we talk a lot about inner child work and she calls it inner teamwork, all the different aspects of ourselves that you can lean on to become really, really successful in your business and in life. And at the end, she takes us through her SPARK program And for me, it was essentially like a guided meditation. It was super focusing, super calming, um, really powerful. So I know that whether you have a business or not, you are going to enjoy this episode. And it's really going to give you a chance to connect with your inner knowing, your inner intelligence, and your inner purpose, because we all have one. We're all here for a reason. And I'm so excited to help you find yours and grow it. So what is CBD and what is it good for? This is a question that I get all of the time, and I'm glad because it lets me explain what it actually is and how amazing it is for stress, anxiety, inflammation, pain, sleep, the list goes on. So CBD is short for cannabidiol, and it's one of 85 plus chemical compounds known as phytocannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. Um, And it's not marijuana, it's not going to get you high, but it is going to affect you in the way that you feel less stressed less anxious, less jittery, less apt to react to things um, emotionally. So it's a really wonderful grounding compound. And we already have a system in our bodies called the endocannabinoid system. And this was actually discovered in 1996. Um, So it's fairly new. And we have this system throughout our brain and our bodies and our guts everywhere. And when that's out of balance, you feel depressed, you feel anxious. And so adding in CBD is a really great way to bring back homeostasis to your body so that you feel like you should feel, you know, you feel good. Um, And I'm offering this weekend, it's October 20th today. So if you're listening to this weeks later, sorry, but stay posted because I'm always doing sales. Um, So on my website, if you put in the code fall 25, you will save 25% on your entire order. So head on over to motherhoodunstress.com and start feeling less stressed, less anxious, less in pain, you know, find ways to help you sleep better today. This episode is also sponsored by Four Sigmatic. This is the Finnish company bringing you medicinal mushrooms. And I wanted to let you know, they just came out with a new product. It's called the Mushroom Focus Shot. 
It's got about 1,500 milligrams of organic lion's mane and 40 milligrams of caffeine. So it's the perfect punch to get your morning started or to give you that great afternoon pick-me-up. And remember, use the code UNSTRESSED at checkout for 15% off. Well, hello, Jessica. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to talk to you about entrepreneurship and business and you know finding your purpose in life. So thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. So grateful to you, Liz, especially for gathering a community of mamas, of mothers. That's exactly who I'm yearning to connect with right now. I love it. So before we really get into the meat of the interview, um, I always like to start with some context about the guests. So can you take us through you know, your personal journey and how the events in your life got you to where you are at now as an expressive arts therapist and a coach for entrepreneurs? Mm, sure. And as is true for all of us, we have so many different chapters of our life story. And I want to start in, in the chapter of pregnancy, since I'm talking to mamas. So I'm going to skip a, skip a few beats and land there. And I just want to say, you know, when I got pregnant, it felt miraculous to me because I'd been on a 10-year healing journey of autoimmune illness, so rheumatoid arthritis, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. And in the later part of that journey, I'd become an entrepreneur. So in 2007, I graduated from a master's degree in counseling and expressive arts therapy and a post-master's in expressive arts therapy, graduated from all that and wanted to do what I love, wanted to stay true to my passion. So I started my own business. Now, because I was on the heels of a long illness journey, and also because I wasn't yet connected with how to trust my inner guidance, how to feel empowered, like be in my true power, I really looked to others for what business should I start? What, what would strategically make the most sense? What templates do other people use? What business and marketing experts are there that can tell me what to do. So I just say all that because the business I created in the years before pregnancy ended up being a very misaligned business for me. It was a business that served people who were on a chronic illness journey. And you can connect the dots easily there to see why I was coached to start that business. But in that business, I was marketing with my illness story as, as the, at the forefront of my brand. So I was constantly talking about illness. And skipping forward to becoming pregnant, which was like this big hallelujah moment, I, as I got closer and closer to giving birth to this baby and you know, going through all the, the birthing, natural birthing classes, and I was literally like weeks before it, I looked at myself in the mirror. I remember standing there in the bathroom, looking at myself in the mirror. And all of a sudden, with my big, beautiful belly, looking into my eyes, I knew I never wanted to tell my illness story in the same way again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the illness mama. I didn't want to be from my baby boy growing up into a son and then young man. I didn't want to be the illness lady as his mama. I realized suddenly how constricting that identity was and how much I was in this like sick box instead of empowered box. 
and I didn't even feel like I could even give birth from that sick box. And so Liz, it was a, it was an amazing and crazy day when I realized that and literally sat down in, in this visualization and this meditation that came to me where I suddenly saw myself as a billboard, a huge billboard, a, a 2D billboard that was sleek and slick and really overproduced and had me looking all shiny and happy saying, coach with me, you'll love your life whether your illness stays or goes away. And it was me on this billboard. And that was the part that was like this cheesy facade that I built this business to be based on everybody else's formulas and strategies and what I should do. And it all of a sudden felt so false. And in this visualization, the billboard literally fell down and in it broke into a gazillion pieces. And that was the end, end moment of that business. I got up from the meditation. I walked over to my altar that has all different kinds of symbolic objects, including a sword, a sword that to me represented the power to cut through the muck and, and the power to be clear in our truth. And I picked that sword up. Yeah, it's a fake sword. Now my son uses <laughs> it. But to me, you know, it was super real. And I held that sword and went to my computer and deleted everything about my illness business, mm. illness webpage, illness ebook, illness product, all of that gone. So this on the brink of giving birth to my baby boy, I was letting go of this old business because it was misaligned. It was holding me back. It was not letting me be my true empowered self. And I wanted to be that not only for myself, but for my boy. And so I stepped into giving birth, you know, having let go kind of not into the unknown, letting go into the unknown. I mean, that is what motherhood is, right? Mm-hmm. And gave birth. And during my birthing experience, I literally yelled, I am healthy, like 20, 50, I don't know how many times. (laughs) I didn't mean to, but it just kept coming out of me. I am healthy. And in that time of natural birth, I was visited by all these mama figures, my own mom, her own mom, the ancestral lineage of mothers, the mama lion, the mama bear. And I was tapping into all of this power that each of us are all interconnected with. But for me, it was really this moment of of feeling, embodying, and utilizing my true power for the first time. Mm. And so I birthed this baby, and I feel like that was the impetus of me birthing myself. And then after that, birthing my business anew. And this time, like birthing the real deal business, the one that's aligned with my purpose, the one that lights me up and nourishes me, the one that I was born to lead. And so that's why now, you know, fast forward to where we are now, which is now, you know, five and a half years later, my son is five and a half and in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so now I help mothers on that similar journey. Yeah, I'm curious. Talk to me about what does it really focus on and who is it really for? Perfect. And I think to really 
give the overview, what I'll say is that I have two programs. One's the Shine Expansive and one's Love Liberate Launch. And I'll bring up Shine first because some mothers might be right at this point on their journey. I meet mamas at two points. The first point is that point of, oh my gosh, an old chapter of my identity and my life is needing to end or has just ended. And now what? Now what? Like, who am I now? What are my gifts now? What is my deeper purpose now? And we could say, what is my deeper purpose now that I'm a mama? What is my deeper purpose now that I'm no longer breastfeeding? What is my deeper purpose now that my children are in school or children are in college, children are out of the nest? I meet mamas at lots of different junctures when they're really ready to remember who they are as women, as souls. And so that's the SHINE program that really helps you return to who you truly are, liberate who you truly are, and clarify what purposeful contribution you want to make in the world beyond mothering, which of course is already such a contribution, but beyond mothering, what is it you're wanting to do for and with the world? So that's the SHINE program. Now, for other mothers, they're a bit farther along on the journey, and they are, you know, we don't have to call it farther behind, but it's just they, I meet them at a different intersection, which is they've, they're mothering, and they realize they're sitting on this specific dream, and this greater calling is like kind of tugging at them, and they know that they have an entrepreneurial spirit, and they know what they really need to do is to launch a business, And that's when I meet them with Love Liberate Launch, which is a one-year journey. And that is a journey that does both the deep inner transformation work. That's why my expressive arts therapy self really comes in handy. And it also helps them do the practical business building work. And so every step of the way... They're discovering their truest essence, which then becomes the essence of their brand and business. And they're loving the wholeness of who they are, all those shadowy places, all those fearful places too, all those non-shiny places we tend to want to put in the back, Mm -hmm. those too, until they can really stand in their wholeness in their business. And then they're learning and clarifying and claiming the value of their gifts and they're learning how to package their gifts in their most unique and valuable way and what people in the world they're uniquely designed to serve right because we're all designed to serve a different group of people and then they're building an entire business on that but the whole time of course stuff is coming up the entrepreneurial journey alongside the motherhood journey is like just you know shit hits the fan left and right we got to work through stuff day in day out and so it's supporting that moving through the muck moving through the inner realms and the shadows that has to happen alongside that business creation well, I'm curious, where do you find the most resistance come up when you are working with these moms who who know that they want to start a business, you know, you're taking them through the business you know, formulation, where do you see the most resistance come up? Because I'm sure, I mean, like you said, with, it's like having a child, a business is a child, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where do you see a, a lot of issues come up for women? Yeah, the initial resistance is a huge one, which is for mothers, that moment of investing in themselves and in their business dream, there's a lot of resistance around the selfishness of that or the 
guilt of taking that time away from their children, um, a lot of resistance of whether they can do it, whether they have the capacity, the time, the energy, and also the power. Because a lot of my clients, they have a not good enough thing. They have a lack of self-trust, so self-doubt. And they have some lurking, inner lurkings of a victim pattern that helps them kind of feel powerless in times rather than tapped into their true power. So all those things at the beginning of the journey create a resistance to taking that courageous leap to saying yes to their dream and going for it. Do you think it's true that most women feel like they don't know enough? So if they don't know enough, then they're not going to take the leap or, you know, compared to a man who, you know, they might know that they don't know enough, but there's, they still go with it. I mean, I've noticed a lot of that with my clients, you know, they feel like, well, I don't have enough information or I need to, I need to gather more information. So when I put something out, it's perfect. I mean, when you come across that, um, how do you, how do you counsel your clients on that? Well, the first part of my work with women does go to that not enough place, which yes, I do feel like is a big pattern in women. And we often are acting in a way in reaction to that not enoughness by trying to get another certification, to try to get another degree, to try to take another training here or there. Somehow we're grasping for that feeling of knowing enough when what's really going on is this inner child that feels not good enough and that simply needs to be loved unconditionally so that we can relax into who we really are. And, and be okay with starting the journey from there as an entrepreneur. Oh, I love that answer. So do you do a lot of inner child work in a roundabout way? <laughs> I do. I really do. You know, I call it inner teamwork. And I look at it as, you know, all these different aspects of ourselves. We could call them team members. And we can almost imagine like this circle inside our heart. And we can call in each part of our personality, each part of ourself in and almost see them like a little caricature, a little personified version of that team member, the inner mother, the inner child, the inner lover, the inner bitch, the inner um, dictator, the inner slave, the inner... Um, overworker, the inner librarian, you know, we could go on and on. And it's a very fun, you know, my expressive arts nature, I, I let people draw these different inner team members and give them silly fun names and all this stuff. But the important part is that we gather them all together in our heart and give them each loving attention. Now, who gives them loving attention? Well, that's your true self. That's your essence. That's your inner guide, I like to call her. That's your spirit that's connected with a source of unconditional love. And that's the part that that inner guy, that inner leader of the team that is meant to be standing in the middle of that circle and seeing each team member through the eyes of love and seeing each team member and seeing exactly what value that specific team member has to add to the team. That often people are not connected with even though it's inside of us all the time. And so that connection with your essence, spirit, inner guide, heart, we have all these names for it, your God self, whatever you want to call it, that is critical. That is such a turning point for, for mamas, for my clients, when, when they learn that that truest part that's so wise is 
is the one to be at the wheel driving the car of their life. And often they'll be like, oh shit, my, my inner dictator was driving the car and trying to control everybody or mm. my inner child was driving the car and she was so scared. And, you know, all these different players have these different flavors. And when they're driving the car, we can feel really stressed or really anxious and worried or really scared and overwhelmed. But if our inner guide, if our essence spirit is driving the car, we are calm. We are grounded. We are centered. I so love that. You, I love that you said that. Cause I think, you know, you say people aren't connected to that. I don't even think people are aware of all these different aspects of themselves. You know, they might just be in the moment going with their emotions and they're not really aware like, Oh, this is a certain aspect of myself. And my true self is not the one that's in control. It's not the one yelling at the kids. It's not the one yelling at the husband. I mean, it's, I just love that you brought that into the awareness of all the listeners right now, because that, that in itself is a game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your definition of spiritual entrepreneurship? I'm curious. Hmm. So my definition of spiritual entrepreneurship is that we are connected as, as people, as humans, and as entrepreneurs in this case, we are connected with a source greater than us that is unconditionally loving now, the source can be called, obviously, many different things by many people. I happen to love the name God, and it's kind of an interfaith or non-religious God that is all loving, and I have this very personal relationship where I talk back and forth with God or with love in my journal each day as I start my workday. Um, but as a spiritual entrepreneur, I have shifted out of an ego-led business, which no judgment. I have had an ego-led business for many years in my past. So I love and welcome all ego-led entrepreneurs. And what it looks like when you're ego-led is like, you're trying to prove something. You're pushing, you're driving, you've got strategies and goals. But the thing about them is you've got to achieve them in order to be good enough, in order to prove your value, right? And your identity is, is wrapped up with those achievements. And so that whole previous chapter before I gave birth and I had the whole illness business, that was an ego-led business. So this new chapter for the last five years of my life is what I call a spiritual, a spirited business or a spirit-led business. So this is where it's a higher-powered business, you could say. It's a love-fueled business. It's a purpose-driven business. But the thing about it is I, as the leader of this business, am already good enough exactly as I am. My business can fail. And that's cool. Like, I'm not trying to prove myself with it. I already love myself. And whatever else comes from this business is just simply what I'm here to give to the world. So it's a very different energy and orientation. And it's about being guided by this higher source of wisdom, which you could also call your inner guidance, being that inner guides at the wheel of your business creations. Um, yeah. So does that help you out? Does that describe spiritual entrepreneurship clearly? Absolutely. And I'm curious, you know, when you were in the ego-driven business, did it feel like you were forcing things more? Did it feel like it was, you know, you were going in, going to work today and, or, you know, and versus this path, does it feel more effortless or is it the same? Mm -hmm. So definitely in the 
ego-led business, it felt like a lot of trying, Mm. a lot of efforting, a lot of striving, um, working hard. So yes, to that being the case. Now in the spirit-led business, I don't want to pretend or create a false notion that ever since five years ago, every day has been utter ease, right? Mm -hmm. That would be BS, right? (laughs) Um, But that is home base. That is the normal. And then when I deviate from that norm, it's obvious and I know how to bring myself back. So it's more like since being a spirit-led entrepreneur, I it's like dancing in and out of alignment, but always knowing where you are in relation to alignment, always being able to bring yourself back into alignment. So that I feel like is the truth of it. I think that's key too, because, you know, it's kind of like people talk about balance. Balance is key. I think balance is bullshit. I think balance isn't real. So you talk about kind of being fluid like water or having like a mind like water, you know, when they talk about in martial arts. And I think that that's, that really comes across, you know, in the work that you do is you are giving yourself that grace. You are giving yourself that, that allowance of, of shifting and moving, but in a way, I mean, that's what keeps you going and that's what keeps your business strong and fluid. And, you know, from, you know, as busy as you are as a mom, you're not breaking down from, from both worlds, you know, it's, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a weird journey that we're all kind of aiming for. And it seems like you've really found it. Totally. And Liz, that brings up the whole SPARK word. So the name of my business is SPARK and it's also an acronym. And I feel like it's a really great way. It's the way that I use to come back into alignment every time I get out of alignment. So would this be a good time to share a little more about SPARK in case it could help a listener come back into alignment? Absolutely. Okay. So for those listeners who are really wanting to engage, what I would suggest is on a blank piece of paper, you write on the left hand side, the letters S P A R K down the left hand side of a piece of paper, leaving space between each one. So those of course are the letters of the word spark. So when we think about spark, to me, it reminds me of the spark within the divine spark that we each are, the unique spark of from which we express our uniqueness and make our unique contribution in the world. Or it's about tending the spark. Like you want to tend the spark so that indeed the fire can grow from there. Or the spark that can set the world ablaze, like the impact you're meant to make. So I just want to give some of those that imagery to you and say that you have this spark within you, just like I have and Liz has a spark within her. So With this acronym, we start with the S and it's all about self-awareness. And right now, the S of self-awareness is about seeing clearly where the challenge is, what the challenge is that you're up against right now. And we could look at a big challenge, like what's the challenge but that stops you from living your purpose and from going after this dream business or from feeling so joyful and happy in your life. Like you could go for a big challenge or you could go for a simple challenge. Like I am so stressed right now. I'm overwhelmed by my to-do list or I'm really scared about my child and this crazy world that they're living in. And right now when I sent my child off to school, I just felt so much anxiety about what might happen on the playground or, you know, whatever that version of challenge is for you, that's what to become really self-aware of right now. 
And Liz, I'm just curious, you knowing your listeners, can you just throw out some typical challenges that they have with motherhood, with entrepreneurship? I think you hit it on the head earlier. It's that that guilt that comes up of taking time away from the family to go do something for themselves, to build something that's outside of the family, that, that they're physically not going to be around. Or even if they are, they can't you know, take care of the kids right then. They can't make them this perfect dinner that night because they're working, they're busy, or they have to travel to give a speech like you did, you know, your TEDx speech. So that issue, I think, is what I see the most. Mm-hmm. Totally. So if for you who's listening, if you feel that it's guilt and the guilt of kind of your purpose taking you away from your children, then you can write that down. Now, the important thing in the self-awareness phase is that you really express this part of you. You know, this part of you that feels guilty or scared, it gets to talk. So I usually journal like kind of that, the kind of journaling that you might never want to show anybody or you might want to shred after you finish it. It's kind of just full of junk and I just get it out there. This is the full permission self-expression phase of the process. And you're like, I feel so guilty. I feel like a terrible mom. I am a shitty person when I scream at my kid or, you know, whatever it is, you let it out. Okay, mamas, full permission. So only once you've given yourself full permission to express this challenging area, then you move on to the next phase, which is P. The P of SPARK stands for the peace of acceptance. Peace as in making peace with what is, right? And so this is the time, mamas, where you're really going to connect in with whatever your source of unconditional love is. Ever your source of unconditional love is. And I just want us all, you know, Liz and I are doing it now and listeners are all connecting in. It's actually quite powerful to do it all at the same time, whatever your source is of unconditional love. And if you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't have one. Imagine it as the sunshine, for instance, and connect with the sun, the warmth of that energy. And just imagine that sun as just this huge ball of powerful love and you're connecting with it and it's beaming it's warm yellow light right in through your head and right down your neck and right into your chest and right into your heart and what you want to do now is sit with that challenger that you just wrote around wrote about you know sit with that guilt sit with that fear Sit with that part of you that for whatever reason you haven't liked in the past and sit with it while embodying this love. And you're just being present to it. You're being like, welcome. You're welcome exactly as you are. You're not trying to change it. You're here to to forgive it if it needs forgiving. Accept it to be exactly as it is. And find your way to loving it, sitting with it in this atmosphere of love. So if it's guilt, you're seeing that part of you that's not the true part of you, but it's the guilty part of you. And you're sitting with it like it's this person in front of you, this guilty little you. And you're just beaming love and you're just breathing with it. And this is the part of the process where I know my shoulders always relax. This is the part in terms of motherhood unstressed. (laughs) This is the un part. (laughs) This is the part where usually I feel some version of a melting, a surrendering, a letting go. We're just embracing what is. We're letting it be okay. 
We're not trying to change ourselves or anything about our situation. It's all okay as it is. And it doesn't mean settling. Sometimes my clients say, but I don't want to settle. I don't want to pretend it's okay forever. And I say, well, we're not doing that. We're not saying we want this forever, but we're saying we accept you as you are. You're here right now and we can love you exactly as you are. So for some, they may need to dwell in that place for a while, but after that place and only after that place of peacemaking, are you ready for real change to happen? So the A of the spark is about activation. Now, this is the really powerful part, and this is when we're activating our true power, we're activating our essence, our inner guide that I spoke about before. We're activating our deeper purpose. We're activating our connection with the divine. You know, all these different words and things we could say. Um, And in some ways, what we're doing is we're shifting from fear to love in this part of the process, you know, and that, that is really the core of my work. Like if you dig a hole down, 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 down deep underneath everything I do, I'm always shifting from fear to love with my clients. So right now in the A phase, the activation phase, we're shifting from fear to love, we're activating. And since we don't have a lot of time right now, I want to just give you a very simple way to activate love and activate your true inner voice instead of a a guilty inner voice or a fearful inner voice. I want you to imagine right now that your head is all lit up because this is often as mothers, as entrepreneurs, we go around our day with our head, our mind, and our thoughts leading the way. And we are so identified with our thoughts and our mind that it's we think that that's who we are. There's no distance anymore between our thoughts and our mind. So if our thoughts are anxious or fearful, we think we are anxious and fearful. So right now, imagine that our whole head is lit up just to symbolize that that's where we tend to focus our attention. So right now, mama's listening, your head's lit up. And now I want that light to start sliding down your neck. And now your neck's lit up. Your head's no longer lit up. Your neck's lit up. And then that light slides down farther. And now it's in your heart. And now your heart lights up. Now this is the shift we're looking for. We're looking for you to lead your mama moments and your business with your heart lit up. And that that clarity that comes from the heart. This is where our greater calling can call to us. This is where our purpose can speak to us. This is where our true wisdom can be clearly given to us. So we want our hearts to be lit up right now. And right now we just want to receive a message. So now when you put your pen to your paper next to the A of the spark process, you want your heart to speak to you about something. It might speak directly some truth about the challenge that you are visiting right now. And it might just see right through to the truth, right through the illusion of fear and the illusion of guilt and right to the truth. So we're going to listen for a second and write down anything your heart says to you. And so I just want to let you know, as you keep letting your heart be lit up, that this is a process, right? I mean, in my shine experience that I lead people through, 
I lead them through, it's a 30 day journey and it, and they get in touch with this activation phase is all about revisiting their essence, their essence, their inner guidance, their heart. And we have all these different ways to get back in touch under all these layers that have covered up our true essence. We have all these ways of kind of revealing, taking off, sloughing off all these layers until we get to that truth. So just want to give you compassion. If, if nothing's coming up when you go to your heart, that is totally fine. You are already making progress just by giving yourself this time to even ask your heart to speak, to even be here for a minute listening. And in my Love the Great Launch program, oh, we have a whole year that we're listening to our heart and getting in touch with our essence and building a whole business on our purpose. So again, it takes time. But right now, for the sake of the podcast, we're going to the R. The R is about release. Mm. And after you make a shift from fear to love, after you have expressed and made peace with your challenge and, and activated some of your truth, you're ready to release something. Something has shifted in you. You're no longer in the same place you were back when we were just expressing the junk of whatever challenge is up for us right now. And so we're ready to, to release. And I always say, because fear can come up from people around releasing. And I say, you release what you're ready to release. We're not like yanking off a snake's skin. No, we're like letting the snake slough off naturally what's ready for it to grow, you know, it's already grown and now it's outgrown its skin. And so we're just letting it gently glide off. So we're releasing. And in this moment, it might be that you write down a statement. I release the belief that I release the story of, I release the thought that I release the judgment of. And in, in a longer period of time, you might create a little fire and burn something. So that's your release. And then we land with the spark process in the K. And the K, <laughs> although it's silent in this word, the K is for knowing, the inner knowing that comes from going in as we went into your truth in this process. And so, again, you're not in the same place that you were when we started at the self-awareness part. You're in a new place, and we want to anchor this new place by tapping into writing down what you now know, and you know it from within yourself, not because someone else told you it, mm -hmm. not because you should, but because you just discovered that truth that was always inside of you that now you deeply connected with and you want to claim it as your truth and you want to trust it. So you always write down what you know now. I know, so let's pretend we were working with the mama guilt. I now know that when I follow my purpose and carve out time for me to do my greater calling in the world, I show up fully for my children, in my full presence, in my full glory, in my full expression. And I am the role model that they deserve. And therefore, no guilt is needed for that. I feel so grateful that I get to do my purposeful work. And that purposeful work allows me to be the best mom I can be. I mean, that's my truth. So what is, what is your truth, listeners? Like, what, it, what is it that you're tapping into with the knowing? And you always anchor your knowing with an action. So whatever you write down about what you know now, you want to take an action today that brings that knowing into reality. So whatever you write down that is what you know, ask yourself, what is the aligned action that I can take today that comes from that knowing? And it might be 
back to our theme of this, this mom guilt and it stops you from doing your purposeful work. It might be that you spend an hour toward your purposeful work today that you would have never done before. And that that's your act of following that knowing. And for those listening that were going on a completely different thread than guilt, you go on your thread, but take an action that's aligned and that'll integrate your knowing. So there's the spark process, Liz, in a short nutshell. I love it. I feel like I just went through like a guided meditation. I feel calmer. I feel more focused. My heart feels more open. I mean, that was transformative just in listening to you explain it. I can't imagine actually going through the process. That's unreal. Really, really cool. Yeah, it helps me to this day, to this day. And I want to say that actually this morning, because here I was, I was jogging with one of my best friends and I was like, you would not believe this, Joni. I am going to be interviewed on motherhood motherhood (laughs) unstressed. And I feel like I've had this abnormal feeling of stress in my life for the past few weeks. Mm. And honestly, like normally I do not feel stressed these days. And right now I do feel stressed. And it's because I just said yes recently to the biggest vision in terms of my purposeful work that I've ever said yes to before. And so I'm in that growth spurt of Okay, letting it in, but not quite knowing yet how to lead all the pieces into reality and like welcoming something huge onto my plate that I didn't really anticipate welcoming. And so it's kind of in that like, oh gosh, can I catch up to the bigness that I just said yes to? And so there's some stress that enters in those early stages of our next level. And that's where I am right now. So I was laughing about oh my gosh, I'm going to be interviewed on unstressed and I feel stressed right now. And luckily, and I'm so glad, I I love that I feel stressed because, and I hope this for all of you, that like whatever challenges come up for us, it just taps us right back into our humanness, right back into our compassion for others who are feeling the same way. It grounds us into the human experience. So I'm grateful for the feelings of being stressed. And I went into the trees that I always go into on my jogs. It's this circle of trees. It feels like this sacred space. Mm. And I asked, what, you know, what guidance do you have for me today? And it was literally the spark process. And I, I only needed to go through the S and the P. I needed to be there and love myself in the stressed outness. I needed to love myself in that bit of feeling of a fraud that came up as I thought about being on motherhood unstressed while feeling stressed. And I just felt all the melting being held by this greater love and like Oh, just embracing that stressed out part of me and just holding it in my arms and in my heart and it all relaxed. And that's when I felt this overwhelming sense of connection to all mothers on this planet. And I got so excited for this interview. Oh man. Wow. We are definitely benefiting from your light and your message of of love. And it's kind of the perfect segue. I do want to ask you what's next, but I don't know if you can tell us about that yet. Can you? I can. I'll tell you what I know about it. A lot of it, right, is unknown. But I'll say that, you know, I, I, it was about three months ago or so, I was in the most joyful flow I've ever been in for my, with my business life and, and really all of my life. Um, last November, I had this major surrender to my higher power, to God, to love that I had on, on a level I had never experienced. And since then, just such fluid guidance was coming through me just 
all the time. And I really felt a whole new level of letting go. And in, in that came all kinds of great clients, all kinds of abundant money. Um, it felt like all the dreams were coming true without even holding on to any dreams. And so I was in this sweet place kind of wanting to be like, and now can I push autopilot and like be done with the whole thing? We'll just cruise like this for the rest of life. And then, <laughs> and then I was on a jog and I asked God, I was like, is there anything else you're wanting to do through me? in this year, in 2018, and in comes this yes, and it kind of lands like a bigness. And, and I'm like, what's this? And it's this, this live event that is kind of this catalyst for this ongoing initiative. And I was like, oh, cool, a live event, awesome, for entrepreneurs, right? And I get this, no, no, it's not for entrepreneurs. <laughs> it's for the general public because it's about the shift from fear to love that the world needs right now. So I believe that we have all of these different world problems that are calling to us so like heartbreakingly right now, whether we're talking about immigration or public education or homelessness or any, any kind of problem you could come up with. And if we look at the roots of those problems, the problems are all rooted in some way in fear. And then if we start to look at the solutions that our world's calling for us from calling for from us, the commonality for a sustainable solution is that it's aligned with love. And so the idea of shifting from fear to love is that all humans have the capacity in any moment or with any choice or with any action to come from fear or to come from love, to create from fear or to create from love. And so we all have the capacity to shift from fear to love. And therefore we have the capacity to shift, not just personally, but collectively or globally from fear to love. And so I'm starting this initiative and I'm focusing it here in Asheville, North Carolina, where I am as the centric you know, starting point of it and then letting it naturally, organically grow from there wherever it's meant to grow. So that's, I'm right now like calling in all the different people in Asheville that are already doing work to shift themselves and their community from fear to love. And then again, letting it see, letting us see where it's meant to grow. Wow. That's the big thing, Liz. I love it. I love it. The world needs this. Absolutely. So uh, that's amazing. And I do have some rapid fire questions if you're ready to round out the interview. Sure. Okay. Expressive art is? Hmm, expressive art is drawing on your own inner capacity to be creative and letting it come out in any and all creative forms or modalities to help grow you and the world. Hmm, great answer. I believe in? I believe in God. I believe in love. I believe in each person's capacity to make the unique contribution they were born to make if they step out of their own way. Hmm. I'm grateful for. Hmm. I'm so grateful. Oh my gosh. It just brings up so many tears. I am so grateful for love. I'm grateful for God. I'm so grateful for my son, Oscar, who is such a light, such a joy. And, and mamas, don't worry. He can also be a pain in the arse. But he's, <laughs> he's waiting for that. Such a joy. It's such a joy. And he's such a playmate. And I'm so grateful for my husband who... Uh, friends kind of think we're this funny match because we're so different. Um, but he is such a wonderful supporter, respectful supporter of our differences. So grateful. Mm -hmm. And I could go on my family, blah, 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 blah. Grateful. <laughs> okay. Two more. Love is. 
love is love is the energy that comes from the place that we're all part of Mm. so love is within each of us and when we love each other we're loving ourselves and our commonality wow it's beautiful and what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on Hmm, gosh, you know, there's a lot in those earlier chapters that I didn't tell today, but if I had told them, you would see just how much the love and wisdom that I have now would have served me in the past when I was in deep depression, when I was in the trauma of finding my sister dead after her suicide, when I walked out of a job and felt my biggest sense of shame and failure. So I just touch on those right now to just allude to the depths of darkness that I've experienced in earlier decades in my life so that you can imagine what I wish I had been connected with then. But boy, am I grateful for those dark times because they give me such depth of compassion for humanity now. Wow, it's beautiful. So if people want to find out more about you or work with you, how can they find you? What's the best way? Well, I'd love to offer a gift to any mamas who really feel like, yes, I do want to move beyond the fear that's holding me back and say yes to a greater calling that encompasses both motherhood and purposeful work beyond mothering. And so that gift can be found at unleashyourwork.com. And that's a five-day online program. You can do it in 30 minutes a day. Literally, it takes you from where you are now stopped in front of fear to the other side of that fear gateway where you're saying yes to your greater calling. So that's the number one place I'd love for you to go. And if you're just wanting a sense of who I am, more of my story that I just alluded to, um, you can check out all my programs and at jessicachiltonspark.com. Beautiful. Well, again, thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing your light, sharing your knowledge and your heart with our audience, because I know personally, this conversation has made me a better person. And I know that our listeners feel the same way. Hmm. Thank you, Liz. I am super grateful for you and for everyone who takes the time to listen and really not just listen to us, but listen to their own inner voice. Hmm. That just gave me chills. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Jessica. You're listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jessica. She's so amazing. I feel like I want to call her every morning and just get grounded and centered for the day. Um, But I hope this episode really helped you get grounded and centered in your mission and your purpose, because I feel like even being alive is such a lottery win. You know, it's the odds and chances of a woman getting pregnant are so slim. So the fact that you are here is a miracle. And there's a reason that you're here. There are gifts that you have to give to the world. I truly, truly believe that. And so I hope this episode helps you in finding those gifts and sharing those in a way that touches more people than you ever imagined. Um, Because I do believe you're here for a reason and you have something amazing to share with the world. So if you enjoyed this episode, please don't hesitate to share it with a friend or leave it a five-star review on iTunes and screenshot it and send it to me and I will blast you out on my Instagram because those reviews are really validation for me that I'm on my right path and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I get a sense that I am, um, but I I also love and appreciate when I actually see it um, from you. So please go ahead and do that and I will see you next time.